Welcome to the Brizo Magazine podcast. The article you are about to hear is a part of our August 2020 issue, all about the role time plays in our lives. The written piece can be found on our website at brizomagazine.com. A Sign of the Times, written by Anna Kerr, read by Jade Fogerson. Time, the great teacher, the great healer, the greatest ceremony of humanity. Time, coupled with reflection, allows us to grow, to progress, to figure out what worked for us and what didn't. The measurement of time allows us to label who we were in a specific period of our individual development. This, in turn, allows us to form the concept of the past. We often distance ourselves from our past. We look back at our former selves with a slight cringe and shiver. We delete our old One Direction Twitter fan accounts in a fit of embarrassment and hope that our future employers never see that part of our online footprint. Or was that just me? Cheers to 10 years of 1D, baby! In the same way that we look back at our individual histories as a species, we also tend to distance ourselves from our collective dark histories, those of which we have now emerged from. As we modernize, as we advance as a species, we form a past riddled with mistakes. With retrospect, we dub the culture and social norms of that period as outdated in order to distance ourselves from our shared past. Historical morality is a difficult topic to approach. How we should analyze the behavior of people of the past is a difficult thing to digest and process, as each era and each generation is steeped in its own cultural and social condition particular to its time. It is incredibly difficult for us to begin to understand the collective mentality of the generations, let alone centuries of people before us, as it is something we will never individually experience ourselves. Most of us hold the belief that we have modernized, we have adapted, we have progressed, times have changed. So thus, we cannot hold people of the past to the standards we hold people of our present to. However, how far is this idea of our society being modernized, this idea that we are distant from the culture and people of our histories, excusing a lack of humanity of people in the past? Lockdown has coincided with, or induced, a series of social, political, and cultural shifts, one of the most prominent being the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement in the wake of the murder of George Floyd, which has forged a large debate about social morality. Everything is being re-examined. Our history, our statues, our public reverence of certain individuals, our national celebrations. The Founding Fathers of America are being called into question in mainstream debates. Were they liberators who were building a nation based on the principles of liberty and justice for all? Or did they facilitate the free world to be built on the backs of slaves? Was Winston Churchill a charismatic and genuine leader? Or was he a white supremacist who facilitated the Bengal famine? Or possibly, could these characters exist in both identities simultaneously? Oppression in its many forms has always been woven into the fabric of humanity. Slavery worked its way into society as we transformed from a hunter-gatherer society into one with a more complex economic system, in which the cheapest form of labor was the most favorable. The institutions and people who have perpetuated suffering for any type of personal gain, economic, social, political, etc., should be held accountable. The Founding Fathers of America, Churchill, and many, many other human beings throughout history, and in our present time, stripped other humans of their dignity, their safety, and their comfort and they need to be held accountable for this. It should not be controversial to have discussions about the flaws of people who came before us, especially those who wielded power, as surely 
Surely we need to do so in order to truly modernize if we are describing that as a process of adapting and progressing. Despite disparities in cultural and social norms throughout time, the one thing we can be assured that all humans have had access to throughout history is our emotions. Although emotions and the understanding of emotions themselves are also steeped in their own cultural conditions, feeling is undeniable. We always have access to our empathy. The only thing that ties each individual together throughout history is our shared sense of humanity. So, how can we excuse the behavior of the people of our past which perpetuated suffering as a sign of the time? How can we let accountability partially or wholly slip away due to our tendency to believe that they did not know better or as they were not grounded in the same moral code that we now uphold? As activist Monroe Bergdorf put it recently on Jamila Jamil's I Way podcast, we currently live in the era of accountability. Accountability in the modern context is constantly and rapidly taking new forms. We live in the era of cancel culture, of woke culture, of Twitter wars, and of Instagram slideshows informing any user who stumbles across the post of how to be a good ally to an array of marginalized communities. It is both a beautiful and a tense time, both a brutally real and a starkly false time. Cancel culture is one of the manifestations of accountability perpetuated by a generation with social media at its fingertips. It involves public shaming, rooting out old tweets from anyone in the public eye, and keeping a scoreboard of how problematic an individual is. Once someone is cancelled, there is rarely room for an apology and a subsequent conversation about how to move forward from what problematic behaviour was exerted. Of course, cancel culture holds elements which are inherently good, illuminating actions and speech that are harmful to marginalised communities, and actively rectifying this behaviour is a necessity. Many people also deserve to be cancelled as such. When someone displays repeated violent or oppressive behaviour, their platform and sometimes their ability to move through the world freely needs to be taken away. However, this form of accountability is not particularly conducive to real change. Of course, it is natural for us to hold the people in our present to a higher moral standard to those in our past because, to be frank, they are here with us now, they are more tangible and real to us, they are submerged in the same social and cultural norms as us. Yet, are we again missing the true meaning of accountability by disregarding our shared humanity with those in our present? Are we letting accountability partially or wholly slip away due to our tendency to believe that they should know better and thus immediately shutting them out? It is also interesting to observe the rate and harshness with which different people with different intersecting identities are cancelled. I was struck most with this reality by the disparity between how Azalea Banks was treated in comparison to Kanye West. Both artists are bipolar, both artists are musical geniuses, yet Banks has been dubbed as psychotic and has been shunned while Kanye is, on the most part, being seen as a rounded human who needs help. One artist is being held accountable for their harmful behavior and speech to a higher degree than the other. Over lockdown, I was also struck by how vigilantly Doja Cat was cancelled for doing much less than other male artists, celebrities and politicians, who are currently living unbothered, with DMs free from hate mail. So is cancel culture cracking down harder on black women? We can then center back to the conversation of which bodies we, as a society, subconsciously or consciously police more heavily. This emphasizes why we need nuance with our public discussions of how we should, with our current collective moral code, hold people accountable. This will set the tone for how we inwardly hold ourselves accountable. Although I am certain that many people in our generation think we are doing our best at getting everything right, there will always be things we are not conscious that we are doing wrong, and our current behavior will also be seen as a sign of the times by generations to come. 
I just hope that we will be able to hold ourselves accountable in order to truly modernize and to truly see the benefits of time. We need to be able to view all humans at any stage of the past or present as rounded beings. Rounded beings with the ability to hate and love. Beings with agency and beings with the ability to hide behind what is legally or socially permissible. Instead of constantly seeking to distance ourselves from our history and from our wrongdoings, past and present, should we not be seeking to identify what ties us together, to truly understand what is perpetuating suffering? Accountability is not a singular entity, as I think our generation, enabled by the simplistic nature of social media, wishes it to be. Holding people accountable does not come with a rule book. It does not come with a single script for us to read from every time someone in the present, past, or future displays harmful behavior. It is impossible for us to paint every situation with the same brush. True accountability needs more than a slapdash, yup, they're cancelled. It needs thought, it needs space for a conversation, it needs space for growth, it needs time. <laughs>